Hello and welcome to the Witch With Books podcast. I'm Jason Mankey. Before taking a big step forward into 2023, we thought it might be fun to go back and look at some of our favorite books of 2022. So I've asked contributors to the show to say a few words about their favorite books of the year. But before we get to them, I thought I would just start the show and share with you some of my favorite books of 2022. So, this is really self-serving, but I really love this book. It's Modern Witchcraft with the Greek Gods. I wrote half of it with Estrella Taylor. I love the Greek Gods. I've been in love with the Greek Gods since I was in first grade and started saying the word Persephone as Persephone because I didn't know any better. And in this book, we look at the history of most of the major Greek Gods and a lot of the secondary ones, too. And every god that we look into, there's a ritual or some spells that accompany it, along with some revelations and some insights from practitioners who work with those deities every day, or at least with a lot of frequency. I really loved writing this book. I learned so much while I was writing it, and as a writer, I think it has some of my best work in it. So, that's one of my favorites. Again, it's self-serving, and... I'm a terrible person for doing so. My next book is A Witch for Every Season by Rachel Patterson. I love books that inspire me. I love books where I can read through them and go, oh yeah, now there's an idea for a Sabbath ritual. There's something I've never done before at that time of the year. And this book kind of goes through every month and it's got ideas that relate to the seasons. Rachel lives in England, so a lot of her seasonal ideas are really kind of focused on that, but I think everything's really adaptable. So if her seasons don't quite line up with yours, just move backwards a month or forwards a month, and you can get it all to work out. Rachel's super crafty too, and I am not super crafty, so those sort of things I like seeing in books because they get me to try new things. This next book... I had a small role in putting together. Uh, Janae uh, Marantate is an entrepreneur and a tea maker by trade. I love her tea, Kitchen Witch Gourmet. We've been drinking it for many years at our house. And in 2021, she signed a contract with Llewellyn to write a book. And she'd something she'd never been, like something she'd never done before. Uh, So she used to call me a lot and go, what the hell does this mean? And what should I do in order to get this thing done? And she did a tremendous, tremendous job. If you have any interest at all in tea, you're going to love this book. It's not just about crafting your own tea. It's about using tea that you already have for magical purposes, whether that's for spells or divination or for whatever. It's not a particularly long book. You can finish it in a couple of days. And then you can spend the next two years doing all of the things in the book, because there's a lot to digest there. My next book is a strange, strange little book. It's really going to only appeal to people who are like myself, giant history nerds. But it's such a unique book. It's such a... I'm just in awe that somebody did all of this work. So... In the late 50s and the early 1960s, there were these people running around named uh, Richard and Charles and Mary Cardell. Uh, Charles and Mary Cardell said that they had 
been Wiccans, W-I-C-C-E-N-S, for a very long time, and we're trying to make inroads into England's witchcraft community. Uh, they're a very strange couple. I'm not sure like what their place in Wiccan history is or witchcraft history is, uh, but they did cause quite a ruckus for several years. Uh, they really hated Gerald Gardner, and I think he really hated them. Uh, they were most likely frauds in every sense of the word, but it's like watching a train wreck and you can't take your eyes off of it. And Melissa Seems' book, Here Be Magic, The People and Practices of the Coven of Atho, talks all about Charles and Mary Cardell. Uh, and it, it's, it's just fascinating. And it, there's a guy also involved named Ray Howard, who was their handyman. He had what they called the head of Atho for many years. It's it's insane. It's fascinating to read, though. And, I, you know, again, it's not something that's going to be for everybody. But if you have any interest at all in witch history, uh, this is a must-read. It's just so unique and so different. And there's just so much work that went into it, and I appreciate it so much. My last choice is Matt Oren's Mastering Magic. You probably know Matt because you have a copy of Psychic Witch and have read it two or three times. Mastering Magic is his much more amazing follow-up to Psychic Witch. I think Matt has really grown as a writer. I think that really comes through in this book. The spells in this book are fantastic. The way Matt describes everything is fantastic. If you like the first book, I think has my full-hearted endorsement. So those were my five books of the year. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm skipping like seven other ones that I also truly loved. There's just so much out there to love and to care about. And as we move forward into 2023, we'll be still talking about some of those books that were published in 2022. So I think I'm done with my spiel. And now it's time to hear from the rest of our contributors here Hello, everyone. This is Ash, the Gardnerian Librarian, and I'm offering up my review of Consorting with Spirits, Your Guide to Working with Invisible Allies by Jason Miller. This book was published in 2022 by Wiser Books and was by far the best witchy book that I read for the year. Jason Miller has written several other books, two of which include The Elements of Spellcrafting, which was published in 2018, and Protection and Reversal Magic, published in 2006. Protection and Reversal Magic is actually a personal favorite of mine, written by him, and so I strongly rec recommend reading it in addition to Consorting with Spirits. Consorting with Spirits is an excellent guide for beginners and intermediate occult practitioners alike, or really any person interested in learning how to approach contact with and control of spirit communication. Miller's approach to spirit interaction is refreshing in that he pushes for developing actual relationships with spirits instead of using them for one-and-done magical purposes. He also uses personal anecdotes to support his advocacy and reasoning for cultivating those relationships. Jason expects his readers to have a certain level of familiarity with protection magic, and so don't expect this book to handhold you through precisely what to do if spirit conjuration goes wrong. For that, I'd recommend his other book, Protection and Reversal Magic. This book is divided into three main sections, Spirit Perception and Manifestation, effective methods for interacting with spirits, 
and developing relationships with spirits. There are plentiful examples of workable conjurations, spells, offerings, prayers, and spirit seals throughout the entire book. Jason has a personal relationship with Hecate, and so quite a few conjurations are made in her name. However, he offers variations for those who prefer other approaches to their spirit conjurations. Miller really drives home the point that working with spirits is a skill honed over time and with concentrated effort. Additionally, he makes the point that anything worth pursuing has its inevitable risks, so readers and practitioners should take the proper precautions before engaging in spirit work. Personal responsibility should be paramount to any practitioner's magical practice, so practice your magic wisely. You can purchase your copy of Consorting with Spirits directly from Wiser Books' website or from wherever you purchase your books online or from your local witch shop. Hello, Witch With listeners. This is April. I am a reader and writer and Wiccan in North Carolina. So I did not think I was going to have a favorite pagan book of 2022 until this one slipped in at the very end. In fact, so late that I'm not even done reading it yet. But it is The Elements of Ritual, Air, Fire, Water, and Earth in the Wiccan Circle by Deborah Lipp. Now, this is not a new book. This is 15 plus years old, but I had not read it till now. And it is the first book that I found that really digs in each stage of a Wiccan ritual and looks at why are we doing this? Why are we doing what we do? Why does one step come before another? And so it's certainly most helpful for people who are Wiccan, but I think it would be also helpful to people in other witchcraft traditions and probably other pagan traditions altogether, because it asks you to break down the logic and the thinking and the story that you're trying to tell and the you know, reasoning behind all of these steps that it's easy to sort of perform by rote and that other books, you know, tell you just to do. So for instance, how are you going to represent the deities on your altar. And don't just default to a Venus of Ullendorf figure or a Hecate statue or a candle. You should be looking at what story about deity are you trying to convey in this ritual? And that dictates, you know, whether you want one candle, two candles, a bowl of water, a seashell, you know, all of the other elements. So yes, you're not going to agree with all of the conclusions that she comes to, I don't think. I certainly don't. I completely disagree with her take on cakes and ale, which is probably the most controversial element of the book. But it doesn't matter because either way, it gives you a structure to think about what you're doing and be more intentional and meaningful in your rituals. So enjoy your 2023 reading, y'all. Hi, y'all. I'm Dean Norman. I'm author of Burn a Black Candle, an Italian-American grimoire. And my book of 2022 is Magical Knickers and Other Ways to Create a Life of Intention by Rebecca Anuin. And not just because knickers means panties over in the UK. Um, this book is bright. It's upbeat without feeling untethered from reality. And in fact, the author encourages readers to dig into self-work and self-realization in order to claim their magical authority. But she uses a cut and dried practical approach that doesn't scare off beginners. So I teach workshops on magical topics, and in all of them, I spend time at the beginning encouraging people to take their needs and their desires and their words very seriously. And Magical Knickers is a book about how to do just that, 
but presented in a way that will ease people into the process of self-examination and claiming those natural magical talents. I like the way it's broken down. It's um, got easy to digest sections that are full of interesting exercises. Um, it's organized and it makes it easy to find the section or the exercise that you need. It provides a lot of space and elbow room for customization and the activities and rituals that it guides the readers through. So I like that too. I think this is an excellent book for beginners or for folks who maybe have leapt directly into practical magical work and have been doing it for a while, but are now attempting to reorient their self-perception or they're seeking a way to develop a spiritually centered lifestyle, or even for someone who has been practicing for a long time and maybe just wants a refresher of their spiritual outlook. So that is my pick for 2022, and I am so looking forward to all the fantastic books that are coming in 2023. Thanks. Bye. So that's our show. I hope that you found some new books to read. I hope that we provided at least a little bit of insight into some of the great things that were published in 2022. And hopefully we'll be back in 2023 with many more episodes. I always want to do more episodes than we're able to do. Reading books takes time. It's tough. So whatever you do, however you do it, I wish you the best of 2023. And as always, happy reading.